Welcome to the first official episode of The Actors Bow. This is Denise Borrastrepat, and since we are quarantined and in the midst of a world pandemic, I thought it would be relevant to talk about self-tapes, since that's the only kind of audition we can be doing at this moment. There are self-tape auditions right now for all kind of online performances. There's Zoom plays, play readings, they are shooting shorts and full-length movies. It's really fascinating the way that artists in these times have found a way to be innovative and still create art and keep us connected. So self-tape auditions are very important right now as they are also outside quarantine because realistically nowadays that's the kind of audition as an actor you will do the most. In-person auditions are still happening, of course, it's still a thing, but self-tape auditions are just more convenient for everybody and I love them. I think they are better than in-person auditions just because you get more than one chance. You are in the comfort in your of your home and you can record it as many times as you want and it's actually very convenient. But there are a few aspects, both technical and performance-wise, that you can do that will help you improve your chances of at least making the directors and casting directors life easier and be seen. So on the technical field, we have the setting. It's important that you get a backdrop. Ideally, you would get a light blue color or a gray color, nothing too dark. That's the preferred by casting directors and agencies. And it could be anything. It could be a bed sheet. Just make sure you iron it and it's not all wrinkled and messy. But fun fact, my first backdrop when I started self-taping, when I moved to LA, was a plain blanket. I was on my trip from New York to LA and lo and behold, the blanket was the perfect color for self-tape auditions. So I stole it, I painted on my wall and it was perfect. It looked great on camera so just get creative you don't have to spend a lot of money but just make sure the background is not white or black or a very bright distracting color another important aspect is your camera just invest in a good camera no matter how much money it is it just won't be working on your favor if you have bad quality video or audio also very important a light one of the best investments I've ever done is a ring light. You need to be well lit, they need to see your face, your features, your performance and there's no way around it. There are really good ring lights right now on Amazon for a really relatively cheap price. And also, technically speaking, a very important aspect is shoot horizontal. It seems very basic but I've seen self-tape auditions of performances that are shot vertically and no casting director unless specified will want that talking about what you would actually wear for the self-tape audition well don't wear white black or any patterns if you wear white you will be too bright if you wear black you will disappear and if you wear patterns it just will be distracted so just wear forest or jewel colors that's like navy black green or a deep burgundy nothing too distracting again the important part all they want to see is you and your performance same with your makeup you want to wear some makeup to just look 
fresh and good and do your hair nice like you would like you would show up in an audition but don't do a glamorous makeup or don't do an artistic makeup because even if the character requires it they won't be able to see you like they've never seen you before and they want to see the real you they can always incorporate makeup when you actually shoot it and same with costumes if the character requires some specific costume you can incorporate something that's basic but don't do too much it will be again distracting when you already have finished your setting now we're starting to perform right theater actors there will be a tendency to project and it's really funny um if you've been training theater like i have every time you start performing you'll start projecting but you're on camera and there's a mic and you can whisper you can yell and if you start projecting it just will sound so weird and it will actually look like you are yelling at the camera and it's just like creepy so just not a good idea you usually in a self-tape audition will be asked to do sides which is a scene for those who don't know instead of a monologue and for that you will need a reader a reader can be anybody in your family a friend but since we are quarantined a lot of us are not quarantined with anybody and you are alone so what should you do what you should not do is record the other character and play it and perform with yourself that's not gonna sound good it's going to be distracting the best thing you can do if you really cannot find a reader is to just not have one just perform without it actually use it to your advantage it will show that you can act and react without getting an action from someone that you can use your imagination and if you do find a reader also be really careful that they don't overpower or they don't distract in some kind of way um from experience i once did an audition and i used someone who was the reader and he was just doing a funny accent and it was so distracting because his accent was funny and that's all you could hear you were looking at me on camera and it was actually a dramatic scene and just would make you laugh your person who's doing the reading with you just should keep a monotone calm tone where you can do your performance and it's not distracting if the performance requires any kind of props you can use them for example if you need a phone you can use the phone but again keep it minimal once you start your performance usually if you go in person they'll ask you to slate well on a self-tape audition if they don't ask you to slate don't do it because since we are self-taping and we're going to edit the video what you can do and you should be doing is adding your full name on the video just keep it there not for the full length just for 10 to 15 seconds and that will be really helpful for them to identify who is performing there if they do ask you to slate in your self-tape do that looking at the camera and once you start your performance look on the side of the camera not too far if you go too far they'll just see your profile but on the side the reason why we're not looking directly on the camera is that that would be like if you go in person and you do your monologue or performance staring at them it's creepy it's uncomfortable 
and it just will distract them from your performance. When you finish your performance, you can look back in the camera and say thank you, nothing wrong with that, like you would do in person. And regarding performance, I just wanted to add a quick note from Michael Shirtleff, who is a casting director, who said that he's never seen an audition in which an actor did the audition too fast that actors should pick up the pace. Now, I don't think what he's saying is, you know, just deliver your lines and just say it fast with no meaning. What it's saying is that there's this phenomenon that actors are usually too precious with their performance and their words and people are not like that when you're explaining a story or sharing your feelings or whatever your words are just flowing your words should be natural so when you shoot a self-tape look at it and ask yourself could i pick up the pace because chances are that you can and that it will look even better also if there is a chance that you can find humor in the scene which there always is even no matter how dramatic the scene is use it make them laugh that will make them remember you and that will make you stand out and it will show that you can find colors in a script and you can make choices regarding choices that's also a very important to thing to do in your self-tape audition same as your audition but think about it the self-tape audition they open the video they have many many hundreds of videos and if it just blend like any other, they're just going to close it. They're not even going to give you the chance to finish like they would probably do in an in-person audition. So you have to find a way to stand out. I think it's better to make a big choice and fuck it up than just do something bland. Because if you make a big choice, they'll remember you. And maybe they won't cast you now, but they'll remember your performance maybe for another project. I'm not saying go do something that is completely out of character and doesn't make sense and that will surely make you fuck it up. I'm just saying it's better to do something different than to just stay normal and just not be remembered and your performance just being okay. And once you've shot your performance, it's time to send your self-tape. Now this is really important that you follow the instructions because the most important part in an audition and the thing they want to see the most is that you can actually follow direction. They know that your audition and your performance won't be perfect. They know that you're not doing exactly what they want because they haven't had the chance to direct you. But they want to know that at some point they can direct you. So if they ask you to send the self-tape on YouTube and you send it on Vimeo, that's already a bad sign. So just follow the instructions, read everything they ask you. And if they're not asking a lot of specifics, just know that usually the file should be 50 megabytes. If you do it heavier, then the file is too big and just gonna get into the casting director's computer and like gotta be so heavy and they're just like gonna hate you. So if you have a smaller file, it might be really bad quality. So 50 megabytes is a good standard. And then name your file. Name it your name, underscore, and the character's name. If you keep it with the numbers and weird names that the computer gives it, it will make it so hard for them. They have hundreds of videos again, and this is just easier for them to find it. So those are my self-tape tips. Hopefully they are helpful for you. And before we finish the episode this week, I wanted to bring in the play of the week. 
since the beginning of this past year I started reading a play a week which is something I used to do freshman year of college and I stopped doing I don't know why but this week I want to share with you The River by Jess Butterworth this is a play I saw six years ago on Broadway and the lead of the play was Hugh Jackman his performance was just astounding riveting mesmerizing um the thing I remember the most was the scene with him preparing a fish life on stage, a real fish in a kitchen, and in complete silence for what was five to six minutes, and you could not take your eyes off of him. His performance was so raw. So the play is a contemporary play. It has amazing monologues that I've used for females and for males too and it's really beautiful in the exploration of relationships and it's really well written. So this will be all for this week. If you enjoyed the episode you can subscribe on iTunes and follow The Actors Vow on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Also the Actors Vow website theactorsvow.com is live now and you can find out more about the show and subscribe to the newsletter to receive exclusive content that will not be shared on the podcast or other social media platforms. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next Wednesday.